last time on The Crown Season 2, Episode 2. Prince Phil and his boy Mike and a bunch of other men sailed the ocean blue. They had a great time with a bunch of women. They stopped in Tonga, saved a man. It was a bunch of wild times out on the water. Meanwhile, Anthony Eden, he needed a little break. He needs to go to Jamaica, so he's disappeared. And things are falling apart in London. So we'll catch up on all that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And we're back. Season two, episode three of the. Well, Crown. hold on, I got I got to take my mask off. Oh yeah, I, I see, Dave, that you're you're wearing one. Do you notice what's on it? Uh, it says L O G. Uh, I imagine that means Lords of Grantham, right? That's right. And check out this T-shirt. It says Lords of Grantham on it as well. L O G, same symbol. That's right. I got my order in from uh, T Public. And and how's the quality? It's great. The mask is uh. I it's received little... another print-to-order mask, and it is not of great quality. It's very loose. Yeah, and I, I this can one see it looks really a, nice. It looks a little flimsy. That the mask. Well, I mean, it's a cotton mask. It's it's not a ninety-five. But shouldn't have two layers to it. Not this one. I mean, it does have two layers of cotton. Okay. All right. The fabric of our lives. Uh. All right. Well, yes. Yeah, so as Dave says, we have a bunch of merch that's still available on T. Public? Public. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> T E E public. Yeah, it's on the link is on our social media. I'm gonna try to streamline all of our links into one common place. Mm-hmm. Hopefully soon, but until that day comes, go to our Twitter, Instagram, wherever to find the the posts. It's pinned on our Twitter and Instagram. We only do like a post a week, so it's not hard to find it there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, just go, yeah, go on our Twitter. Um, is there any news to report this week? I saw, I was just watching a YouTube video and I saw an ad for Peacock that says it's free. Free with the ads. Well, great for them to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the tiers uh, where it's like $5 ad supported, $10. There's no ads. I'm not sure what's available on the free tier, uh, but yeah, it's ad supported version of it. Yeah. But they show Rosamond, uh, you know, they just do smash cuts of characters saying the word free, and Rosamond is the first Downton Abbey character that makes an appearance. Well, I mean, if you want to grab people, you got to go with Rosamond, right? That's right. The Dowager shows up later in a more emphatic, like, bookendy kind of role, but it is a. Uh, Rosamond's our first taste of Downton between Fraser and. Uh, is Friends on there? Friends, I think? No, no. No, that's Friends on H- is HBO Max. Right. Try and keep track of where things are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never Good been luck. a Friends guy, so that's, I, I don't know where. I don't really care where Friends winds up. Yeah, a lot, a lot of these old TV shows, aside from The Simpsons, I don't I don't care either. Yeah. Except except <laughs> for Downton and Downton. <laughs> Wherever Downton goes, we will follow. So we're going to Peacock. We're going to Peacock. We're we're in. We are in. Maybe we could get like a Talking Dead show on Peacock, of decade later Downton follow ups. Well, it's it's kind of funny. You think in this time period they need content, and you'd think they're just they would just pump more of that stuff out there. It was successful for a while. Yeah, I mean, people watch that Joel McHale Tiger King thing. I think. Yeah. Uh. But I didn't hear good things about that Tiger King thing, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't watch it. I had enough Tiger King for my uh, my mind. Yeah, I, I hate that Netflix keeps telling me you got one more episode to watch, and it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have one more episode to yeah, watch Tiger King. I know King. these people are all monsters, and I don't need you to spin the narrative so that what's his name, Joe Exotic, is a uh, uh, the good monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but aside from that, I mean. We can't expect every week to have a bunch of news, you know, around it. Yeah, and and that's fine. <laughs> Anyone who who is curious about watching Down on Peacock, uh, add us on the Twitter and let us know mm. how it is. We did get one piece of news, Dave, uh, from our faithful listener Estelle. Uh, Down Abbey, she reminded us, 
aired on an ITV in, in London in the, in the UK, and there was advertising on it in the first place. Ah, so we are not so, the first people to ponder what it's like to watch it out with ads. It turns out the target audience already has. Right, and, and it seems like they spoken with how popular it was over there, so it didn't even matter. Maybe, so maybe we already know what the answer is to this. It's fine with advertising. Yeah, I mean, what does ad do? Ads ever ruin anything? I guess we're just sort of groomed, <laughs> do they ever groomed I mean, to like I mean, not like them anymore? You know. I mean, if you're a, a a freemium user of Spotify, I don't know how frustrating it was for me at least to hear an ad every three songs, and I just had to get you know premium. Yeah, that's fair. Interrupts the flow of an <laughs> album for sure. Or you're watching like a good TV show and you know there's no advertising and then it just com- comes in there. That's true. But we can say that we watched Downton knowing there was no breaks. But the target crowd knew there was going to be breaks. Yeah, I guess it's uh, the state of mind that you're in. That's true. Very much so. So on that note... We got the crowd state of mind. Yeah. Yeah, let's get the, get into a crown state of mind. Season two, episode three. Uh, uh, here we are. Lisbon. A lot of rain in this episode. A lot of rain. Lisbon uh, does not show up in this episode, really. Lisbon <laughs> doesn't really make much of an appearance, but that's the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was a pouring rain thunderstorm over here, Dave. Cats and dogs, a lot of thunder while watching this episode. And it couldn't help but parallel the, the rain going on in this episode because it, it was coming down. It's supposed to start coming down here, so if I well, good, go away good because of a there. thunderstorm, it's because of uh, the storm coming. <laughs> it's just going to tear the window off and suck you out the window. <laughs> yeah, you know, stranger things have happened. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, That's so possible. On, speaking of strange things, mm-hmm. this this episode of The Crown, <laughs> some some stuff Strain. goes down. <laughs> What, what, what's so strange about it, Dave? Not really strange, just uh, unfortunate <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to segue here. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Um, well, it starts off with, uh, well, Daddy's in the Antarctic, as was teased, the non-North. Yeah. And we get a lot of video footage of Phil up there just jerking around with his boys up in, in the Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, play, hanging out with Huskies. As you do. Uh Messing around with uh, signs, putting up a sign that points to Buckingham Palace, just in case. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good footage, all things considered. Yeah, it's pretty high quality. You know, I, I imagine that's from the royalty. You know, they have just the best quality film to to film it with. Yeah. Um. But. It, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> there's nothing really to add to it than like, okay, there's there's Phil, and I guess they kind of miss him being up there. Okay. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the moment of of peace in this episode. Is watching this video of Philip and his his merry men screwing around yeah. in Antarctica, having fun. But it's so funny because you know Elizabeth explains at the top of the episode how he needs to go around and say hello to certain people and stuff and remind them who we are. And I mean, who is he visiting in Antarctica really itself? Like, there's there, she shows she points to like places around there, and I guess it's in Antarctica, but like. How many people are really up there that he's really got to go and wave hello to, you know? Like four, five. <laughs> the penguins. To say hello to them, how they're doing. Yeah, um, it seems like a totally unnecessary thing that you could just not go and say you did. Right. They could have spent an extra day in Tonga. And just looking at the the population in Antarctica, uh, there's 1,000 to 5,000 people depending on the season, and that's today. So you can only imagine how many it was back then. <laughs> yeah. Either it's not many, not worth taking the gang there with their beards. No, but they're having a ball. So, who are we to say anything? Mm-hmm. But we know who's uh, not having a ball. It's uh, Eileen. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. Come on. Uh, what, what's the drama there, Dave? The divorce. It's, it's the it's, same it's drama it's been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a, it, we got a it, cold open, a cold opens here. Right, so uh, Adine, Michael Adine, the you know the guy who beat up Martins for the the gig of you know being the first hand to the royalty to Majesty, he, he calls up his uh, former mentor. Mm-hmm. 
we see like the Royal yeah. Rumble clock countdown, like some surprise return is coming up. Yeah, who and could it possibly be? It's, it's Tommy, baby. He's back. He's constructing a sniper rifle while sitting back in his big chair. I mean, clearly retirement is treating him well when you have the time to just put together a sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, did you pop for Tommy when he showed up? I popped for him. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And, and the gun, too, because it's just like, what? what is this dude doing? Who is he hunting? What is he hunting? He, he just looks through Eileen is in the crosshairs. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a Peter. Peter is through the crosshairs, oh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, that for would him. be great, just a little off-color. <laughs> Bring back <laughs> characters that have no relevance to the plot just for some totally fictional side quest. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd buy into that. Um, but yeah, why, why is Tommy back? Because a dean can't handle the heat. Yeah, so, so you've got to bring in a pro. The, the yeah, the heavy hitters, and, and it's kind of funny, you know, saying that uh, retirements treat Tom, treated Tommy well. I mean, just look at his hair in this episode. Isn't it darker? Doesn't it look darker to you? I his thought hair? it was maybe a little grayer, but it wasn't like really. <laughs> it wasn't like it was more natural. It wasn't as um, you know quaffed and phony looking maybe i need to adjust the, the color of my tv i, I don't know it, lo- it looked darker to me and i was like well good for him with retirement <laughs> yeah well either way he's back yeah so you know they're having conversations because it's kind of funny you know last week it seemed like a dean was talking to uh martin's about you know what should we do and he's like you know what this martin's guy he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do there's only one guy who knows what to do that's right hot a little tag. tl yeah so, uh, as Tommy makes clear, he does not care a fig about the Parker's happiness. He wants to bury this divorce as much as he can. He's all business. He's still all business. He's kind of, like, scary. Yeah, he's, he's like, I don't know who you would compare him to, but he's just sort of this, like, royalty Ray Donovan. He's like a fixer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you call him in to, to make things disappear. And he, so to that end, I mean, we get the, the clear sign of that when he, he, it looks like he's just sitting on a park bench, but it's because Eileen Parker is nearby watching a soccer game with her children play. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Eileen's like, oh, Mr. LaSalle, how are you? And he's like, he just goes into it. He, he, he's yeah, he's right. He's quick. I, I wondered for a second, like, how does she know who he is? Like, what are the scenarios where they hung out and they're like tight? I don't I mean, he must be like. There must have been functions if Mike has his role. Yeah. Well, so th- I think that is the answer, actually. I-, I did some research, and Mike and Phil were boys for about 15 years. They met in 42, and they would invite the family over for functions and all kinds of stuff like that. So I imagine that's where they know each other from. Yeah, and Mike is employed by Philip, so mm-hmm. it- it's, it's not it just, is- like, friendly things. It could be professional things, too. But it is kind of funny how for a second there it's just like oh yeah phil hey <laughs> we know each other we're tight we, we go way back yeah but, i guess <laughs> you know tommy comes in and he tries to uh put a damper on this divorce and uh, nice try tommy but eileen's eileen's not moving she's tried she can't see any way other way out but you know through it so she's got to get that divorce sorry tommy yeah, and this is a good scene. Mm-hmm. You really feel for Eileen. Like, I mean, obviously, given the circumstance that Mike is kind of a, a piece of dirt, it makes sense that you would feel for Eileen. And it, it's a weird thing in that you sort of know that Tommy's not going to do anything to her, but you do feel some odd tension in that, like, he's watching her. What could be the repercussions of this, you know? <laughs> He doesn't put his foot down, though. For for such a no. hot return, if this is Tommy LaSalle running in the Royal Rumble, full strength, big crowd pop, he gets a couple shots and then gets chucked over the rope pretty quick. He he is not. He does not yeah. make a stand and does not have a lasting impression. Mm. Uh. So. What is it? Uh. Pretty much. Yeah, it escalates pretty much quickly from there, right? Like, they have to, uh, a dean has to tell Elizabeth about what's going on here. Yeah, she does. 
<laughs> yeah, well, he does. He Dean does. doesn't even know how to break it. He's like, I'll do it. I'll take care of it. And then when he sees the queen, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know that woman and that guy, Mike? <laughs> what about them? Well, they're getting divorced. How unfortunate. Yeah, about that. There may have been an extra woman or two in the picture, or three, or four, or a whole boatload. I, I don't know. <laughs> and and Elizabeth and is just very on the nose, just, oh, okay, <laughs> carry on. Say no more. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you mean my boy Phil may not been too clean out there. Is that what you're saying, Adine? I didn't say that. You're saying that. I don't know. He Then he jumps off the train. It's crazy. <laughs> You just see his body go by the, the window. Ah. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I can't deal. Get Tommy back in here. Um, and there's a, a momentary exchange between Tommy and Elizabeth this episode, too, where he's walking in there to say hello to Adine. She's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just riding my car, you know, that you gave me. With my driver Using my that you gave me? <laughs> doing just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> About to see Adine... The guy who I told you to take for the job, remember? <laughs> they should just show uh, Bertie Pelham just like crying in the wings. <laughs> just waiting for that job. Uh, so, yeah, the charges for the divorce are cruelty and adultery. And uh, it causes a stir. It's all over the headlines. Yeah. So, you know, Elizabeth has to go and talk to Eileen, and she she really, well, she before it makes headlines, she, she's trying to talk her into it. Like, can you put this down? Can you stop this? <laughs> and Eileen's like, like no, jeez. Like, it, I've tried, and it's only gotten worse. Like, I, or, well, she didn't say she tried so much. It's like, nothing's changed. It's only gotten worse. It's like, what do you expect, Elizabeth? And then she shows Elizabeth the letter. With all the stamps and everything, yeah, and it, it's a it's a good scene. Mm-hmm. This is a Eileen has a good showing this episode. Absolutely, she's like, you can't. You're the queen, so what? Chosen by God, yeah. so what? I gotta get divorced. Bye. <laughs> Why don't you leave? Get out of my house, and- woman. <laughs> I don't know who you think you are. <laughs> She's like, I already the got the solicitor. And then it smash cuts to this like Palpatine-esque old man who's the solicitor. Yeah. <laughs> Just delivering the charges. The ducks are in a row. So, uh... To go to the other side well, of this coin, mm-hmm. we get a telegram on the boat. Yep. And... Phil is none too happy about it. Well, not Phil. Mike gets it first. Mike sees it. Well, Mike, yeah. And he just, it doesn't matter what Mike thinks. He, he, he takes a deep breath. Like, he literally looks out at the water, contemplates it for a second. <sighs> well, <laughs> fun while it lasted. And then we see him go into the, the Phil's office, or quarters. And, f- and what's Phil doing, Dave? At this point? He's painting a bird. He's just painting a bird. Living his best life, wouldn't you? <laughs> there's not even a bird for him to look at and like paint of. It's just like a there's almost like an outline of a bird, and he's just coloring inside the lines with a paintbrush. And it's like, what the hell is this? What numbers. is this boat excursion? <laughs> at this point, it's like you should just go home, Phil. Man, when that's all you're doing to keep yourself busy, find a new new job or a new thing to keep make it fun. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Phil doesn't finish the painting. You know, he's just like, what were you thinking? He says, writing, we don't write writing to the Baron. Yeah. We, we don't write. The Thursday Club doesn't hear from us. No one needs to know about what's going on here. And then Mike's like, dude, I thought I didn't think anyone would see it. <laughs> it's just like that, that job rule song. Every th- little thing that we do should be between me and you. You know, <laughs> yeah, that classic. Phil and Mike can say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every little thing that we do, that we do. Uh, yeah. And, and Mike's like, I told the Baron to be discreet. What was I to do? <laughs> like, have you been to the Thursday Club? They're just dudes like laughing and, and screaming. Right. And it's like, what did you think when you wrote those letters? It was just going to be kept in confidence? Like, come on, man. Yeah, you got these women that are these scorned waitresses and, and servers there. Of course they're going to sneak the letter to your wife. Yeah. So, uh, but story's so, about the... So Philip Phillips says, uh, 
you know it has to be done, right? Right, Mike? And Mike says, yeah, I'll get to it tomorrow. And he says, uh-uh. I'll need it now. <laughs> and what is it he needs now? He Phil, needs... Phil's got to say bye-bye. And it's funny, because in the moment, it's just kind of like, well, they're just friends. Like, why does this matter so much? But just knowing that, okay, they actually were boys for 15 years strong, that don't that don't go easy. That's that's tough. That's tough loss. Yeah, well, I have some news, Corey. We have to quit the what? podcast right now. <laughs> You're gonna do it, do it like that right now? <laughs> You're gonna do me I'm like so, that I, right I'm now? Sick of the crown. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> we gotta finish at least season two. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike Mike is uh, actually very agreeable, and he's like, "All right, I, I, I guess I got to do it." Yeah, I'll you know, get off at Six, the next port. Six days a week, I can't, I can't keep it up, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's out of there. I mean, Mike even tries to say though, we can write it out. It'll die down in forty-eight hours. It won't be no problem. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, this is not going to die down. Feels like, man, <laughs> divorce, bro. It almost reminds me of, um, of like Shaun of the Dead, where like you know, we just go to the pub and we just ride this whole thing out. You know, this whole zombie apocalypse. We just wait. This whole like just, thing that I'm not supposed to do and and I'm doing, and and it'll make you look terrible if we just wait two days. It'll be fine. And it's like no, man, no. Might be three days. Yeah, four days, five days. So, anyways. So Mike's good. Mike goes. That's it. He he gets off the boat, beard and all. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all we see of him until later in the episode. Yeah, we uh, we do get to see that later. I um, mean, do we just want to jump ahead to that? Sure, we can do that. So we dudes alone. We we this isn't some Fast and Furious storytelling here. We get the flashback scene from episode one here in episode mm-hmm. three. So we thought maybe they teased the whole season on this, but no, no, no. We're moving here. Yeah. So we're we're back with, you know, Elizabeth. She's like, I got to go talk to him. You know, we got to take care of this whole thing. And uh, sh- they're going to go meet up in Lisbon, right? That's why it's called Lisbon. Yeah. They're going to have a little rendezvous. Right. And so she, st- she steps on the boat or not on the ship or on the plane. And then it's like, no, let's go on the boat. <laughs> and we'll, we can't forget about the stylist. Who picks Prince what, Philip's what? outfit? For what? For this meeting, he has to wear a necktie with hearts on it. Oh, that's right. And, a and he's like, "Why hearts? Yeah, and this he, isn't going to work." He says, "I don't wear hats." And they say, "You need to take your hat off as you're walking onto the plane." Yeah. So this well, is a, a very yourself. curated meeting. Hmm. And it's a uh, it's it's rough. Yeah. They're having it out. Yeah, it's uh, uh, divorce is not an option ever. Not not at all. Uh, because it would just look bad, you know. It just it would not look good to anyone. <laughs> yeah. So uh, because you, you can't you can't have the, the royalty divorce, right? Right, people, right, listeners, you can't have that happen. No. In this day and never. age. Although it, you know, eventually there is bad stuff that happens that's, with all that's that the stuff. Crown but. Season six. <laughs> I think I'm sooner than that. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, again, we hear what we heard in episode one. It can't go on like this. No. Never felt more alone uh, than she has in the past five months. And, I mean, Phil's kind of correct. He's like, well, you sent me away. <laughs> and, and she's like, well, you were lost in your role. He's like, and then I, I know my role. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, but, you know... He admits, you know, the, he, well, he says he feels like he's in a prison. She says their situation's unique. It's the way she keeps soft peddling the conversation. It's pretty, it's pretty wise on her part to kind of keep him, in, you know, in check to not see things as quite as extreme as he's painting them. You know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, she she wants to make this thing work clearly, and he's a little bit more reticent, but he, you know, he'll listen. I think the good one, one noble thing, and again, we're not trying to forgive these bad men who are fooling around all over the world, but he he's never mm-hmm. in denial about he, you know he's very he's not outspoken about his problems, but he is 
very yeah. to the point. Yeah. And he's saying, like, I just don't feel like I belong here. He says, I'm outranked by my eight, my son, my little boy. Mm-hmm. Which I can understand why you're, you'd be upset with that because he's a, it's a child. <laughs> and th- this person is more important than you, uh, theoretically. Uh, he says the mustaches will never respect him. Yeah, and and she tries to say to him, "Well, you'll earn respect with your behavior." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. I, I need a name. I need something that you know. People wear purple and, and make music. You know, that that's the kind of stuff I need added to my name." He's like, "Look, like those kind of people. He says, uh, <laughs> he'll earn their respect with a gesture." Yeah, because again, he's just a duke right now. So what's that gesture? To become the prince. He just can't wait to be prince. He says, I want I want that that sway. And they give it to him. Yeah. Lizzie yeah. gives it. She bends. She bends the knee. Not literally, like he did to her. But mm-hmm. I I for some reason I thought he was already a prince. Well, I think we just called him Prince Phil because that's just who he is, mm-hmm. not because he actually was at the time. He he was always the Duke of Edinburgh. But that is a uh, a flex for the ages. He's, yeah, I mean, he's the yeah. one cheating on his wife. Well, so we think, yeah. Allegedly, he's the one with the ballerina mm-hmm. photo and his and his uh, luggage, going to Tonga, yeah. having a good time. Right. And she doesn't just say, you know, shape up or ship out. She says what can we do to make you happy where you are? And he says, make me the prince. I want to be the crown. Yeah. So he gets it. He's, he's you know, he, does he look happy though with it? I think he looks kind of like, like, uh, like a, a Sith. Like a Sith? Sith. Like a Jedi's anti, like enemy Sith? Yeah, he looks pleased. Maybe not happy, okay. but he seems like, you know, now he can He's execute got... Order sixty six at his will. Yeah, so so he he does have uh, he does have the power. Indeed. <laughs> and and that, and that kind of like, well, you got the power. Are you happy now? That that's the kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, well, congrats to Phil. You know, he did it. Yeah, and he he gets to end the episode off going to see his boy. Yeah, he he visits Mike at his uh, his broken home. Dude's drinking. Yeah, and it's the end of an era, man. It feels like the last weekend <laughs> at college. Yeah, let's just get one more in. They're like looking at each other, looking at it, some some whiskey, going, "Oh man, like we had some seriously good times, my dude." <laughs> one more for the road yeah bro and then they they cut a hole in the bottom of the can and then they just turn it upside down and they start yeah, they chugging it's crazy <laughs> yeah that that's the end of the episode the best ending possible they just bud light cans everywhere <laughs> gets caught up in their beard and everything um yeah so wish them well yeah see you meet see you at the crossroads mike mm-hmm. and then we see the ultimate flex is that Queen Elizabeth says stop calling these dudes mustaches like why do you call them mustaches and he says until they don't have mustaches I'm going to call them all mustaches <laughs> and then we I, see, I, I love this flex we so. see Nadine Elizabeth's like come here come here I got to talk to you about something and then hey, we see Adine. him shaving his mustache N- not a good look for him without a mustache man that is that is uh, he, he looks good with a mustache. Some people just wear it well, especially when you're middle in the ball of your head. So it kind of completes, you know, the, the middle of your face. And oh, did, now he doesn't have it. <laughs> the scene where Philip is shaving his beard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You've never really grown your beard thick, thick, right? I've grown it thick, thick, dude. When you have a, a beard like that, you don't trim a centimeter and then blade razor the rest. Yeah. I mean, it I wrote down the same note. so much. Yeah, I wrote down the same note of just like how long did it take them to shave back then? He like, oh my he god, should have been snip, snip, snip until he had a teeny tiny bit, and then yeah. take the the blade. Yeah, how much blood was there everywhere? You know, it's <laughs> royal blood, baby. It's Philip blood. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, was it today we use electrics, right? And then you, then you can shave down with a Bic, you know, if you so choose. That yeah, well, I mean, you trim. I trim with scissors, but then again, that's because I'm in, And, well, I don't, um, when, I, when I trim, like, short, short, I'll use my trimmer electric, but if I'm just tidying up scissors. But never, wow. just, I remember in college, I had grown a beard and I said, all right, let me, you know, when, when I was like 18, I was like, let me experiment with like the goatee and I didn't trim at all. And I just went mm-hmm. straight like five blade Gillette razor onto my thick hair on my face. And I was like, oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a learning process. Um, yeah. I guess men back then just had more patience to, to, to do it slowly and do it right. That's true. That's true. You'd think that he would have a barber on the boat because he is royal and he does a photo ops all the time. Well, I, I imagine with the way you know the boat may rock, it's maybe safer to do it on yourself than have someone else do it for you. I mean, they could always just do it in Antarctica on dry land. Get a penguin to do it for you? Yeah. Uh, well, enough about Phil's face. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just one plot line. Yeah, there are, there are a total of two plot lines in this episode. Yet again, yet again. So Anthony Eden, he's uh, he's trimming his mustache too at the top of this episode. He takes a little scissors and he's trimming his mustache. Yeah. What what is going on? You see, he exhales uh, a big uh, cloud of of weed smoke. <laughs> Come on, man! As yeah, he he's gets three. off the the boat from Jamaica. Yeah, he, he was there for three weeks, and he, he's back. He's actually gnawing on some Caribbean jerk, uh, and he, he's just enjoying himself. Yeah, he's fully fit uh, to resume his duties. So he says. Uh, meanwhile, see, the newspapers... Did we see his like, cocktail in this one? Or did we see his drugs in this one, or no? We just know what he was up no, to. No, no, we do not. We don't see any drugs this episode, so no, no. It's but we Im- do see paper... Yeah, we do see pap- papers reporting he abandoned uh, London and England, uh, which isn't inaccurate. <laughs> That's true, but he was also very sick. Was he though? His I mean, the kitchen told him to go to Jamaica to, to tropical. Did sun. they? Did they really tell him to go to Jamaica as much as he like? Do you think he wanted to go s- to Jamaica? So he was like, yes. So point long, to a guys. map, and they're like, go there. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe for a second he really needed to go to Jamaica. I think he need. I think he needed to do something. But was it a medical prescription to go to Jamaica? Yeah, it actually was. The <laughs> doctor, whether or not he bribed that doctor, sure. We are not given. Enough to assume that Anthony Eden would manipulate the doctor so he could go on a tropical vacation. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It, he did do it in real life. He did go to Jamaica. Um, so he, he starts uh, a, a meeting uh, with the, his cabinet, with Parliament, by saying, we're a united government. And, they, and then someone says, we're not a united government. Word? <laughs> Word. They say uh, uh, they, they, they want to vote no, no confidence. Right, the war has divided the country, the allies are against them, and uh, Macmillan really says, like, nah, no, you, you, this is not, not going to go. And, and was it Eden says, how adroitly the weather vane spins, because uh, apparently Macmillan was one of the early uh, proponents of the war. He, he was all gung-ho for it. Yeah, he's, and, he says, you wanted in on this too, my man. What's the word that uh, Eden repeats? What? Liar! Oh. <laughs> liar! <laughs> he shouts, "Liar!" <laughs> uh, and the man is a liar. He, I mean, it's pretty evident that he was an early proponent. Uh, it shows up in his history. Oh, isn't isn't it isn't it fun to watch Anthony Eden have to eat his own words after he threw Churchill under the bus so many times? Yeah, <laughs> only to be in the same it, position. But unlike Churchill, who left on his own terms, Anthony's got to got to go meet with the Queen. It's it's karma, baby. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, he's lost trust of the people in the party, and it's the end of the road. He, that's what he, how he breaks it down to her. Um, it's she, funny because she actually has very sympathetic for him, and she kind of sees through the BS of the the party. Yeah, I mean, you you get a sense for it too. With uh, he's he's riding a train, and there's people hollering at Anthony Eden as he gets off the train for doing such a bad job with England. Uh, and yeah, so he he tells the queen he asked for second and third opinions, <laughs> and the doctors told him he has to put his health above the country. We can Which go is... back to ju- go back to Jamaica for 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 life, and offer his re- resignation. <laughs> he has to like think about that sentence. I have to choose my own health over the country. 
Kind of selfish, yeah. if you ask me. Right. But like you said, Elizabeth does show some some sympathy. She she understands a little bit. Yeah, because she knows how big the shoes that were left by Winston are. Mm-hmm. And she said, look, we had Lithgow in the house, award winner, screen icon, third rock for the sun. <laughs> he, he played the role of Churchill in real life, as we all know. And you could never be him. Yeah. So it was just why don't you too big of a tub here. for you to fill. They yeah. say, did you go? Did you? Were you in the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> no. No. It, it, it's funny. You'd think that they would have like Churchill say something at some point, or like pop in for some. Yeah, kind there, of... there's a scene where we see like Tommy make a call to Nadine, I think, and you just see... Nadine, man. Why you keep saying Nadine? Nadine is a is not his name. It's Adine. 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 Yeah. Well, Adine gets a phone call, and you see him his silhouette in a corner, and it's his bald head. Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, man, Tommy screwed up, so he's got to climb up the ladder, and he's going to call in Winston. But no, it's just the guy whose name I haven't said right, Adine. Right. So, you know, Elizabeth gives a speech to, uh, to Eden about how, you know, you tried to make history and stuff, and, you know, sometimes you're just better off not trying to make history because <laughs> it just doesn't, you know, go, go that well for you. Yeah, history was not made by those who did nothing. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, McMillan has to come to to meet uh, Elizabeth, you know, for their introductions. And uh, McMillan's like, you know, Eden's war. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a it's a bad situation we're in here. Oh, well, Liz says, uh, one nah, always uh, has uh, to uh. accept one's own part in any mess. Right, because it wasn't just Eden's war; it was one where you were the chancellor and you were a major part. Uh, and the loudest voice in the beginning. So, yeah. uh, how proud would would Winston be of her right now? Oh, he he would be clapping. He he would be chortling. I imagine. Maybe he was on speed dial or something, and they had the phone off the hook so he could listen. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was listening in the entire time. Uh, so we don't really see what happens from there. But yeah, we got a new prime minister already. Three eps in <laughs> to the season. It's a real short run. Yeah, I mean Anthony Eden. He he took it. He he took a shot. He he just missed. Yeah, Anthony Eden is the uh, Gary Sharon of the Crown of Van Halen. <laughs> Hardly knew you, Dave. I see you keep looking panicked out the window there. I can see the the lightning has reached you now from where it was with. That's a. true. The storm the storm is here. The storm is coming. Now now, Dave. Uh, I think that covers the majority of the plot line for the episode, right? Correct. Was this a good episode? Did it live up to the hype of the first episode, hyping up this argument and everything? Oh, yeah. I, I think the result of the argument is the weirdest the weirdest victory of the show. <laughs> that Phil just gets what he wants? Yeah, you think this whole thing is going to be like their relationship is, is crumbled and, and Elizabeth it, it hates him and he is, you know, emasculated even further. But, oh, no, 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 no. He, he is the... You know, he wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I enjoyed the episode too. I did like seeing the downfall of Mike. Like finally, his his deck of cards has come crumbling down. His house of cards has come tumbling down. So, end of an era. So, uh, hey, and Mike, you Mike, thank you for that era. Yeah, as Phil thank you, thank you, thank you for what you've done and for all the boys as well. Uh, but Dave, yeah, how much how much this episode do you think actually happened? I know the Thursday Club stuff is all true. I found that out last week. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of knew this episode was going to be what this episode was. So I know that's true. Yeah. I don't I can't I don't know about any everything else. Well, what if I told you that Thursday stuff did not happen and about two thirds of this episode did not happen? <laughs> but what do you mean Thursday stuff didn't happen? <laughs> Baron was dead by the time they're out in the sea and he was writing letters back. Who? Except the Baron, the Baron who's reading the letters at the Thursday Club, he was dead by the time they were out oh, there. Oh, well, I don't care about that. There was no letters that were written back. <laughs> that never happened. There was never a letter found to prove that Eileen could get a divorce. It never existed. never happened. Then how did she get a divorce? Just, uh, you know, good old-fashioned cruelty and, you know... <laughs> uh, well, no, what they found actually was when they were back on land, 
uh, within six months, uh, Mike was actually cheating on her with a woman, and that that was actually the the smoking gun. So it wasn't just having a, a thing on the boat; it was an actual affair he was having in real life. Ah, uh, well, the article that I read basically said that uh, the Thursday Club was real, and all the stuff that they did was well. Thursday was Club on was the, real. On the note, you know, was true. Mm-hmm. So I, I there was know. not there was there was not any wilding out. In fact, the Parker family is gone on the record of being outraged at the way they displayed their dad on the episode <laughs> saying wow. it's it's completely inaccurate and it's uh, awful uh, and they don't they don't even want to tell their mother because she would be so outraged at his portrayal because apparently they were friends the entire time um and then that uh he got the divorce notice when he was on the boat and that did happen he resigned because of the, the, the divorce but there was never any fear that it was going to drag the royalty into it, really, aside from Phil, because he knew the family intimately. And so the resolution to that whole argument of him getting the the prince uh, name, that was actually only hastened because if you're a prince, you don't have to be subpoenaed to talk in court. Wow, so, so that's he was made a that, prince to protect Mike? Well, to avoid to protect the royalty to avoid being drug into this this court uh, or this well, divorce I bet in case his mind he was like i don't gotta i can my friend my boy mike is fine yeah so the whole positioning of him getting the prince title to end an argument not not true at all <laughs> wow and uh yeah mike was a cheater but likely not to the extent that they tried to show on the show uh, so a lot of those arguments and that's why i think when you hear that elizabeth didn't like season two because the way it portrayed their marriage it's probably things like this that completely fictionalized is probably why wow that's intense Uh, the royal biographer hugh vickers uh author of the crown truth and fiction he said the invention of false information and distortion of facts in the crown is deeply damaging because a great many viewers believe what they see to be true however this one not only undermines the reputations of important historical figures it's also hurtful to private citizens who are portrayed on screen and in this particular case are very much alive and really mike is cited with helping uh phil become much more of a public figure over that time and embracing that role so actually he was kind of helpful to him in in some regards no matter if he did treat on his wife or not wow well you know sorry mike (laughs) end of an era (laughs) he did cheat on her but uh yeah bad man it seems yeah so anyways it, 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 it takes a little wind out of the sails when it's just like wait so that whole plot the last episode of her trying to procure that letter that never happened. <laughs> this whole letter business was not a thing. So Tommy being looped in probably never happened either. Him, maybe he talked to the island, maybe, but there was never any letter that tipped him off to know about this and stuff. Like that didn't happen. Wow, like, that's that's disgusting. Which is like okay, so you know this writer of the show, show he claims that he needs more time to you know figure out the stories and stuff. Is it just more time to f- make stuff up to like tie things together or drama? Like it just makes no sense. Yeah, it's like if you can take whatever you want and change it as much as you want. But it's just like... Make Diana live. Yeah, (laughs) why not at this point? It's just, you know, to that writer's point of of the crown, truth and fiction, it's just like, come on, man, just a modicum of reality. I mean, it's in there, but it's just like, why stretch it that far out? Like, I'd be fine with a six-episode season. I don't need ten episodes if it means less, you know... This is 56 minutes. I I could do 48. Yeah still an enjoyable show it's just annoying that it's you know why are we watching stuff that never happened <laughs> that's true that's true even if it is good drama it is good drama uh, I mean you, drama, you could say the same about you, you could say the same about Down it never happened but it's like well we know Down that didn't does never claim to have yeah. happened right so anyways rankings who do you got on the bottom Tommy is not number three that's he doesn't get the job here. done he, he gets called in and he just he botches it he whips it he blows should, out both his stayed. quads getting in the, in the ring to handle yeah. the issue. He should have stayed in retirement. That, that would have been best for him. Hopefully he got to kill somebody with that gun. <laughs> or something. Okay, oh, no, no, not no. someone. Somebody. Okay, all right. Well, uh, at two I got Mike. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, dude. End of an era. Yeah. You lost your job, man. You shouldn't have cheated around. You shouldn't have yeah, flandered. Yeah, guess what? You know? Congratulations. In the narrative of the show, Mike, you played yourself. You wrote and in real life, you, you did play yourself too in real life. So there you go. Number one, 
Jamaica, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> get on the plane and get out of here. Uh, hope you have a nice life, Anthony Eden. You, you failed as prime minister. We appreciate your time and effort, but, you know, too little, too late, my friend. Yeah, don't let the door hit you. Well, who's going up for you, Dave? I got Eileen at number three. Okay. She she got the divorce. They tried okay. to throw. They threw Tommy in in front of her, and she swatted him away. They threw the mm-hmm. queen, chosen by God, in front of her. <laughs> that is true. And she swats the queen away, and she wins. We don't even see her get any dignified moment. She just says, "Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, bye bye." Yeah, we don't even see, we see how the divorce winds house. up. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine we're going to return to this couple, but yeah, we don't see any more of, uh, of that that divorce or anything. Maybe she winds up with Peter Townsend. I mean, why not at this point? You know, with reality. Uh, well, I have McMillan at number three. Okay. We got a new prime minister. It doesn't matter if he he lied or, or or you know was a proponent of the war. He's in the house. That's right. McMillan is in the house. I got McMillan at number two. What? Why? Why? Because he's in the house. He's a minister. Okay. okay. All right. I, I guess. Well, I got, I got Eileen at number two. Oh, surprise. Why? She did a little bit more legwork than McMillan to get where she was, okay? Okay, so a single mother leaving her home. Mm-hmm. Not as big a she win as becoming to the queen. prime minister of one of the most influential countries in the world. She stood up to the queen, again, who was chosen by God. <laughs> we can't emphasize that, emphasize that enough. She was chosen by God, and she stood up to her. Uh Whereas McMillan was called a liar, Eileen was called, hey, she's, she's, she's telling the truth, actually. She's not a liar. You know, I guess it's just perspective. That's fair. That is fair. I think we got to be the same on, on number one, though, right? Oh. It's the prince. None other. None other than Mr. Prince P. Philly in the house. He, he wins big time. He's, so yeah, he's got the power. He wins he, a con- he wins the argument, and yeah. This is this is the heel winning King of the Ring. Yeah, he waits under the ring, uh, or, or, or King of the Ring, or yeah. Royal Rumble. He, <laughs> he, he's gonna be like like King Corbin. He's gonna wear that crown and a cape around all the time. Well, like, what powers does he really get aside from avoiding subpoenas in court? I want to know. Well, he he just has power over these people that that kind of nudge him around. He can say, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm the, well, to be I'm fair, the king or the prince." The, the official logline was when he became prince from the royalty was they wanted to give him something to do. So there, there was some truth on that level. But there, the, the world, the, her advisors did warn against giving Phil that power because they were just worries, worried about you know what he could do with that. But He cuts that promo about being like a dirty immigrant. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He, he's captivating in this episode. It's very well performed. He's not giving up his shot, this Prince Phil guy, you know? That's true. So, there we are. Now, hopefully, it's uh, wedded bliss after this. Now that we got through this uh, this argument, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be smooth sailing. It's kind of wild though. They hype up that argument as like something that's going to be like end of days, ending this whole marriage, and then just ends up as a win for Phil. <laughs> like, know, why tease so that out? <laughs> it's so unexpected. <laughs> yeah. So all the more power. Hats off to him. Yeah, another week uh, where where well, last week I had Queen Elizabeth on the bottom going down, I believe. You didn't have mm-hmm. her anywhere. This is a she doesn't even show up on the rankings this week. No, an honorable honorable mention to a dean going down with shaving his mustache. <laughs> All the fa- facial hair of the higher ups in the in Parliament, they they get the honorable mention. Yep. All right. So that that's it for this episode. Is uh, is there anything anything else you've been watching this week, Dave, that you want to recommend? Oh, I wanted to plug a podcast from some friends of ours, uh, my buddy. Aaron has started uh-huh. a fictional wrestling podcast uh, that's sure. like 15 minutes a week recapping mm-hmm. a fictional wrestling show with our friend from MAGFest, Jared. Oh, what's it called? It's called Worldwide Wrestling of the World. And it is uh, very consumable, very quick. Uh, no reason, as listeners of this podcast, even if you don't like wrestling... It's silly and stupid and fun and short. So all good things when you, you know, need a podcast. Highly, highly digestible. Yeah. That's great. All right. Anything else, Dave? Anything else you've been 
consuming. The same as you know, same as always. Nothing new, unfortunately. Next week I have one more episode of Succession left, so next oh, week wow. I will have a new show on the docket. Okay. Well, I think the only thing I want to talk about is you know we hyped up the Oho poor Oho match. Oh, I didn't even uh, see it. You haven't even seen it? No. It happened on Sunday. I saw Come the on. image. Yeah. Well, do you want me to spoil it for you, Dave? I know who wins. Yeah. Well, the disappointment is, you know, the only way to win the match was to tear an eye from a socket to get, you know, to get your revenge. And we don't even really see that. All we see is Rey Mysterio get his eye mound into this, like, the corner of a step. And then they kind of show an eye, but they don't. And then it's just like, well, you know, it was already his bad, bad eye. So it wasn't like they attacked the other one that was <laughs> bad. You saw the eye. It looked like a toy. Yeah. But it's like, well, why not try to go for both and blind them, right? Isn't, isn't, isn't that the the goal? Instead, they just went after the one that was already bad. So I, I guess Rey Mysterio would be... Did you hear there's the, there was like the backstage segment where the, one of the interviewers was like, we're, we're lucky that this has been figured out, that we know that Ray won't lose the eye. They can put it back. Well, WWE always always knows how to undercut its drama. So well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, remember that that like backyard fight with Kimbo Slice where he punches the guy's eye out from like 2009. <laughs> oh yeah, watched that many times. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, that's all the drama going on outside of the the crown this week. Yeah, um, Rey Mysterio lost his eye. <laughs> and best wishes to him recovering soon. Uh, aside from that, you know. We haven't gotten any reviews on iTunes, so you know, in, in a while. So if you if you want to pump us on, on there, plug us. We've gotten, gotten some good feedback. Put it on there. Put it for the world to see. Yeah, and you know what? I'm just, let's just throw this out there. We got a merch store. We're trying to yeah. We're trying to think of a contest. Will we? The Lords of Grantham, since these are print to order, so we don't have a box of them here. Mm-hmm. The Lords of Grantham will buy you a Lords of Grantham T-shirt, and all you okay. have to do is leave us a review and screen cap it <laughs> and send it to us on social media. And not every single person gets a shirt, but you will be entered to win a shirt. One person will be chosen. That's the way to, yeah, that's the way to approach it. Not, and not if, saying if everyone. you have done this before, cause we're not buying votes or buying, uh, well, if, if uh, you have written us a review or given us a five star on Apple podcast before, just know that the algorithm gets updated with updated reviews. So if you have written a five-star review and say that you love what we do, all you need to do is go in and add a bunch of exclamation points and a smiley face, and it will move your review up the charts, and it will be like more people are paying attention to us. Mm-hmm. So right now we have, what, like four designs on our T Public store. And keep in mind, we don't get the shirts for free either. So by winning a shirt, we are truly giving you a shirt. This is a gift from us. Yep. So. Or if you want to get a tote bag or if you want to get some magnets, we'll say the value of a T-shirt is what you can get from us for submitting a, f- a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. There you have it. And if you don't have Apple Podcasts because you have an Android phone, use your computer. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us reviews anywhere you can. Uh, so on that note, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're on there. You can email us at gmail, lordsofgrantham at gmail.com. That's right. And we'll see you next time on the podcast. That's true. Season 2, Episode 4. There we go. All right.